everyone who's taking the time to download and listen to another episode of the Ranj Bawa podcast. My name is Stu Thibodeau, and of course, I am with Ranj Bawa himself. Ranj, how you doing? Hi, Stu. I'm doing really well, thank you. How about you? How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm I'm enjoying the uh, warmer temperature. The sunlight is out. It sort of feels like spring for most part of the day, so I'm in a good mood. How are you? I'm 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 well, thank you. I was yeah. saying too the other day when you and I spoke. It's nice to have these longer days. So I guess well, more light yeah. at the end of the day. And in in looking at the calendar, it's amazing how how a year's gone by. We're, we're recording this around the kind of the time when the pandemic started last year in March of 2021. Now, on uh, just looking back on that time and recognizing that a lot's changed and a lot's gone on. And as you welcomed all our listeners i want to do the same and thank people for being a part of this we've done some very important episodes and had some meaningful conversations along the way and we know a lot of people have downloaded and taken the time to be a part of this and listen with us and and for us so we were again very grateful and excited about the the conversation that we're going to have today as well yeah, we were gonna we discussed talking about a, a thing that I think uh, is is really key for me at this time of the year, and uh, we want to talk about energy today. And just for me, something that really brings a whole energy to me is, like I said, the sunlight and springtime blooming. It's it's uh, it's easy to get fired up for me. Yeah, well said, Stu. And I I look back at our our last two conversations on our podcast episode twenty eight twenty nine, we had delved into the ideas of encouragement. And then we talked about enthusiasm. And so now we're talking about energy. And as we now go into the spring season across the land and really navigating through a whole nother realm of our generation, this whole process and opportunity, and that's I want to emphasize that point. I really think energy is an opportunity and our opportunity now to move through times like these, not just because the times could be hard, but because the times are opportunistic and amazing as well. So I, I'm very, uh, I've been thinking about it for a while. Really excited to talk about this idea of energy. Yeah. So right away, how, how do you think we create energy ranch? Boy, yeah, energy. So energy is, uh, you talk about someone who has wonderful energy, or you look at the energy of the sun, the warmth of the sun, as you just mentioned, or the energy that's out there in the natural world that allows this massive globe to be going around the sun at a dizzying pace on its axis. There's energy all around us. And so how do we create it on a daily basis? You know, everyone has their own reality of what energy is. My thoughts to start this off is that energy can really be created when we're in the moment. And we've talked about a theme around presence many times too in the past of uh, certain themes that we've talked about, this idea of presence has resonated and come up several times. When we are present in the moment, I believe that we can harness, experience, expound, and feel energy. Now, one thing I'll make clear is that I, energy doesn't have to be fast, doesn't have to be slow. It's what we create. And so whether someone is with their family or walking along a river or doing something artistic, or building a business, or following a passion, energy has can take many, many forms, somewhat similar to water. You know, water can find its way. So can energy. How do we create it? I really believe if we can stay present in the moment, 
be excellent listeners, be kind to ourselves and others around us, while at the same time, really going for that which makes us passionate and what's meaningful to us, energy can be an opportunity to really make a huge difference in our lives and those people around us. Yeah, not only does it, I feel it brings uh, yourself energy when you're attacking something like that, but just if you're acknowledging all those things, you're bringing an energy level out of you that can make other people get to that same point. It's contagious. You and I have seen energy on, on the sporting field, in the boardroom, in the in our homes, in our communities. Energy is contagious. And interestingly enough, it can be both positive and somewhat detrimental. Energy's like I said, it's very, it's very flexible. It changes very fast and can go in many different directions. But you're right. When we have and we're exemplifying positive energy or or negative energy for that matter, it can really affect those around us. And through the time that we're going through right now, it's an opportunity and incumbent upon all of us to truly find ways that we feel energized. And, and I want to touch on that in a moment in terms of how we can not only create it, as you asked me before, but how we can sustain it even further throughout our day. Yeah, so something I always focus on is uh, I really, I feel I, I acknowledge people's energies pretty well. And sometimes I find I can be a little low energy some days. And how is it that sometimes uh, I, I can't, sorry, let, how, let me say that again. How can I generate uh, a type of energy or even uh, fuel that energy within myself on days I'm not feeling great? Mm. So, so what you just described there, thank you for doing it, yeah. is the human condition. Right. It's the human condition. I mean, there are days because we are human that our energy may be lower or may not be in the place that we want it to be. And that is okay. And, and that's connected, Stu, to a lot of the conversation these days around mental health is that sometimes there could be a perception that we've always got to be energized and positive. That would be nice and that would be great. Is it real? Well, perhaps not. There are days that are harder. Life hits hard, you know, and and there are more challenging times. One premise I've always gone by with for myself and the people I've worked with that's helped is that if, for example, to your point, that you're feeling at 60% one day, you just don't feel it. You just don't have that snap in your game. You just lost the jam. Or maybe you're thinking about something or maybe something traumatic happened or maybe you're struggling with a thought or an event that's occurred. If we can give 100% of that 60, we are aligned with our energy at that point. Sometimes what can happen is we can try to manufacture and fight through it. And I'm all for giving it your best shot. There are days where we do have to push through. There are times when we have to rise above. There are many examples of overcoming massive adversity that so many people have done miraculous, amazing stories. And I'm all for that. Part of your question though, on a daily basis and connected to humanity is how do we get through those days that are tougher when our energy is lower? Number one is acceptance. That's the way it goes. We are human. Number two is very, very high level of consciousness. What are we feeling? What what are we going through? Because what can happen is we can abdicate responsibility and remove that out of us so that we numb ourselves out, blame other people, become subject to what's happening, or we can flip that script and say, you know what? I'm only feeling 50, 60% today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give hundred percent of that 50 or 60. 
I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to show up in the best version of myself and make a commitment to bring my capacity and energy back to where I believe it can be the best version of myself for the next day. That's a great way to look at it. I also feel like it, it kind of uh, goes back to something that we've talked about many times and that's kind of, you know, celebrating the victories that way is, you know, if you're not out at your best, but you get to this level and you're hundred percent of that 60%, that in a way is celebrating a victory of that day. Those are the small wins too. Yeah. That, that's if you look at the, the life of a, of a family, the, the progress of a business, the pathway of an artist, the, the journey of an inventor, there are ups and downs all the time. Those small wins are imperative to celebrate. And as you were speaking about before, I want to add this in, is that energy can be sustained, celebrated, and maximized only when we are also honoring recovery. And that is something that I missed in the past. I learned this, missed that one. Now I've gotten really good at it. But it's really important. Energy is honored by making sure we're creating time and space for recovery. So for example, and to be really practical here, a Monday to Thursday, focusing on, or Monday even to Friday, is focusing on a sound bedtime where we are getting the rest we need. It's having a, a really, you know, consistent morning routine whereby we're taking care of ourselves and nourishing ourselves, not only with food, but with positivity and good thoughts and a, and a, and a, and a serene environment. That recovery of spirit, the recovery of strength, the recovery of conviction, the recovery of our space and time is oftentimes missed in our society because typically, collectively, everyone's trying to go with very fast. And there's a pining towards instant gratification. No judgment, but this is what happens. In order to be energetic on a consistent and high level, those recovery times are crucial. And that's why those beautiful jets that fly 40,000 feet in the air land to refuel. And if you look at them in the night, they're sitting very quietly like a hawk. Nothing's moving. Engines are off. Metal is shiny. The fog is low on the runway. And it's very quiet. When you see those things take off, it's one of the most reverberating examples of energy that you can witness so there's a real dichotomy between recovery and an explosion of energy and everything in between what i'd like to invite our listeners to do is find your ways to recover whether it be reading spending quiet time with your family i'm a big advocate of finding time in nature that really refreshes and nourishes us and the last thing i'll say with that Stu, is self-talk check in with yourself Give yourself a chance to bring back that energy, which what we talked about last podcast creates enthusiasm. And now we're back in the game. So I would call those tools uh, in a way of to really store your energy. How would you uh, tell our listeners to uh, receive energy? What's the best way to go about doing that? Mm, receiving energy. Wow. So yes, that is a, that's an interesting question, Stu. The receiving of energy, it's a great one because typically many people want to be of service or expounding energy. And, and energy. let me put it this way. In order to receive it, let's look at energy as not a linear experience, but one that's spherical. 
it's it's collective it's it's a give and take it's a flow state and 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 i like your question i took took me a moment to think about that but in order to receive it when we are giving it if we see it as a gift and something that we're helping others with and expounding of ourselves here's the key right here then you are open you are vulnerable you are present and you're transparent that allows you then to receive and observe energy coming back to you it doesn't mean that every form of energy out there or another person across from you that you have to accept it and receive it some energy is not positive it's negative frankly it's negative and and that's not to sit here and say people are bad or that person's this or that it's just to say that behavior of certain people out there is not conducive to positive energy and you wish them well and send them compassion but it doesn't mean you have to receive that energy so when we're present and confident and clear in our own space in terms of what we're sharing we can have a much higher propensity and capacity to recognize that similar energy coming back to us and then be open to it rather than closing ourselves off i think that's a good answer with uh, what i wanted to hear um i would say thank you yeah no it's good um i feel like just every day i meet with you or we're going to schedule a podcast I'm already energized for that. So it's, it's really easy to be to, for myself to feel that energy. What do you want to leave our listeners with as we wrap up this episode with uh, what they want to take out when they're thinking about the energy that they're giving out or they're receiving? Mm, yeah. Great question. A lot of times energy comes from the visions that we have of ourselves or perhaps those around us and the, and the purpose that we're living our lives with. Um, I've got two dear friends uh, Dr. James Rouse, he, this gentleman is the epitome of pure, awesome, beautiful, connected, kind energy. He is in Colorado. He's a doctor and his service and his Instagram, Dr. James Rouse, he comes from such a place of service and kindness, but pure strength. And where he wins the day, I believe for all of us is that his energy comes from a place of, um, understanding the, the dichotomy between being vulnerable and strength. So when he's speaking, he's absolutely in the moment. And, and it's a, it's an example that I think of, and, and I would encourage people to, to look at uh, Dr. James Rouse's Instagram or his website to really experience that. He's just an example I can think of right now that really epitomizes that. Uh, another dear friend of mine who, who has created something special is Sarah Gilks. Last name is G I L K S. She leads an incredible company called Healthy Role Models, and her whole realm is inspiring women and everyone connected to them into living a healthy, inspired life. But they represent energy, and Sarah is also just an embodiment of positivity, kindness, connectivity, and service. And so when I think of these examples, because when you asked me this question, I thought, okay, what frame do I have in my mind? And, and I will say I have many other beautiful people in my life. I could go on all night talking about those who have energy in my life. Those are two I thought of right away. And I admire them so much for what they're doing for our communities, our world, and bringing that invitation for others to find energy within themselves and to find freedom through connecting to the moment. So that's a long piece that I said there. But I would say what what message do I want to leave is find your source of light. Become your biggest fan. Take time to celebrate the wins. 
when you get up in the morning, I said this on our last podcast, I say the words, thank you, let's go. That gets me moving, it gets me into action, and it gets me to a point of gratitude. And Stu, that's what I'll wrap with here is that energy is truly connected to gratitude. When we have intentionality around that for which we appreciate and around for those we appreciate and around the life that we have the opportunity to lead, gratitude is the fuel and the spirit that often injects energy into ourselves and all those around us. So thank you to all the listeners for giving us the energy. As you can see, I I get very excited about this as do you, Stu. And for all of you out there sharing your energy at a time and place in our generation that needs it the most, I thank you. We thank you. And we would respectfully remind you, as we talked about, is take those times to recover as well. Take those times to celebrate your best self. And when you're not feeling energetic, be kind. Let yourself know it's okay to land the jet. Refuel and get ready to go again. And I believe from a collective consciousness, when we all do that, we've got a great shot at an epic comeback from what's been a very challenging time over the last months. I couldn't have said it better myself. So thank you, Ranj, for that uh, wonderful <laughs> message to our listeners. And uh, I look forward to another episode coming up again. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Stu. Thanks, Stu.